This is Mindful Grooving. We're just a couple of performing arts nerds who put the team in STEAM and the STEAM in STEAM not STEM. Also, the extra M in STEAM for mindfulness. We're just some nice Midwestern girls currently based in Los Angeles, truly using the pod to stay in touch with all of our amazing maker friends, community members, and anyone who has insight on mindfulness, creativity, and how we meld the two. We also run a business together. We are a digital media communication consultant firm, which is just a fancy way of saying you can run us by the quarter to be your admin assistants with a whole lot of initiative, opinions, and a roadmap to the next phase of your business, organization, club, care. I don't know what this is yet, but it's cool and I love it. Thing or whatever you have going on to make you want to see grown and established. Any hoozles. On Mindful Grooving, we chatted up with either just us or oftentimes a special guest. Either way, each episode comes with its very own Mindful Groove. That's a custom exercise that's facilitated by us and our freaking fabulous buds. Come check us out every week on Thursdays. Yeah, Thursdays. We'll commit to it. Timeliness. We're working on it. Come check us out when you want to shoot the breeze with us and let's groove, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Magical Grooving, dedicated to the process of artistic minds. My name is Brittany Harlan. I am one half of your hosts. And my name is Sarah Maslinka, and I am another half of your hosts. And we have Corey Woods here with us today. Corey is a multi-hyphenate artist and playwright for the upcoming Chicago-based web series, Crowded, which explores perspectives of navigating life through the lens of mental health. Hi, Corey. Hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for being here. It's our pleasure to have you. Rocking the Colorado shirt. Are you missing? Yeah. So Um, technically, it says Colorado. What Colorado mountains in Mm -hmm. shit? Oh shit! I haven't. Literally, that's what it says. (laughs) Are you're originally from Chicago? Oh yes, born and raised raised. um, from Bronzeville. So it's on the south side, low end. So I'm still in Bronzeville, so it's like I can't leave Bronzeville. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> no, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm still I'm from there. I'm from originally, you know, from Chicago, and yeah, it's home. Cool. If you guys don't know about Bronzeville, it's where all the black art in Chicago comes from. The dream about history books. Gwendolyn Brooks. Hi, mm-hmm. like jazz, yes. all that. Yes. So we got another one. We got Corey with us. So let's actually jump into what you're excited about, what's in your creative brain. I know you have crowded going on, but let's just sketch up what you got going on these days that you're wanting to tell the world about. Oh, yes. You know what? Like, even though it sucks being in a pandemic, because it does. Yeah, but um, as a creator and as an artist, like it really has pushed me to sit with myself and to figure out like what 
path and what direction that I want to go on, even though I already know, but it like, for it pushed me to like be face to face with like, yo, like you got to put in the work for what you want to do. You know, you can't just wait for someone to make an opportunity happen for you. Um, and so with, um, as a artist, like obviously I'm still self-tape auditioning as an actor and, you know, still getting rejected left and right. <laughs> That's still <laughs> like actors do. <laughs> and like actors do. So, you know, but, um, so, I mean, that takes a lot of courage to be able to be, you know, not only be in a pandemic, but also be in a pandemic and still get rejected. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, damn, I don't really want to sit with my thoughts, you know, like, you know, before the pandemic, if I got rejected, I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna go get a drink or, right. So I'm gonna go outside, uh, which you, you kind of can now, but safely. Right. Um, but yeah, so. I'm still doing that. And then um, I submitted um, Crowded for screenwriting competitions. And I, yeah. right now I'm a quarter finalist for uh, ScreenCraft's um, fellowship right now. So I was, oh, cool. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I also realized throughout this as an um, artist that I need to give myself some grace and I need to be confident in what I do. Um, it's so crazy how as like not even just as artists but as people how much we doubt ourselves and how we believe we're not deserving of certain yeah. things um and even though it's a to me it's a win for me because it also just shows that like I'm on the right track with what I'm doing um there's someone that does see something in what I'm doing um and it's always nice to get that little validation but um, yeah, I mean, it's as a creator, that's all I'm trying to do is just push myself more out there um, and taking more risk, um, even if it if I do fail at it. Um, and that's OK. <laughs> that is totally mm -hmm. fine. Um, I think um, if we look at things as if I fail at something, that means I'm not good enough. Or um, if I fail at something, that means that I shouldn't continue on with what I'm doing. But it's I mean, that's all a lie that we've been told. If you fail at something, that means that, hey, you just get up and you do it again. So yeah, I mean, it's just a stepping stone to where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm, exactly. And so ultimately, that's what I've been up to. It's like I said, submitting my uh, for screenwriting competitions uh, for mm -hmm. uh, Crowded, um, still, you know, auditioning um, through through my living room because that's the new yeah. Norm. The studio. Um, yeah. Yes. The studio, the living room, you know. Um <laughs> so yeah, and 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 get to know myself as a person again too. I mean, I think that's another thing that I've been doing um for a minute is like really like kind of becoming my own friend, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I've been yeah. Yeah. a friend to others and not be a good friend to myself. Um, and that is something that I've been doing too. Um, because yeah, I mean as an artist, I love what I do, but also I need to love myself <laughs> before yeah. I do anything else. So yeah, you, about gotta it. Have, <laughs> you gotta have a cup to pour from. Otherwise, mm -hmm. where's where is this yeah. energy for others coming from? But I wanted to go back a little bit to just submitting in general, like being, you know, an artist, yeah, but are performing artists where you have to constantly submit to these people who you don't know and they're coming back and they're like, 
be more sassy or whatever they have to say for you. It's like when you get these, you know, we win some, we lose some. When you get these rejections or even seeing those rejections, when someone like passes on a role for you, what are some now that we can't, you know, go out to the club about it or whatever like what are your kind of self-care <laughs> I don't know what are your yeah. self-care practices after someone's like we're gonna go out of your way yeah uh when it's something that you wanted or because you want or the, at least the money you want the money <laughs> right. I mean for me like I've been doing a lot of journaling like that has helped so I have my bullet journal like I highly recommend for people to bullet journal um even if you if you don't want to do that you just journal whatever but um I have my bullet journal that I utilize um where I list like my gratitudes for the day um because even though a rejection occurred on you know on that day something else positive happened on that day you woke up you know you got up you know you made your bed um, and so I think that's one of the things that I do when I'm like dealing with, with rejection is like, I list my gratitudes. Like, you know, I woke up next to my husband, like, you know, my family is healthy. Um, I'm healthy. And so I think that's the first thing, because like, I think, you know, as artists, we get so caught up in the quote unquote, making it. And again, that, you know, is so, you know, that varies for different people, what that means. But it's like, I think we get so caught up in that, that we forget that, yo, we, get to get up every day and do something that we love to do. Um, yeah. And I think that's what I try to do is just truly like journal, like my gratitudes for the day. And then just like, also just like kind of record like my thoughts of that rejection. Like, you know, how do I feel about that rejection? Cause it's okay to feel disappointed. It's, it's okay to feel discouraged about it, but you know, you got to leave it on that page and then you got to kind of have to let it go. Cause I think the problem that I have and I'm, you know, being transparent is that I tend to hold on to it and it's like, I can't hold on to it. You know, it happened. They didn't want me. It sucks. You're not going to get the answer why <laughs> you never, you know, sometimes they just don't tell you, but you know, I record like my feelings about it and then I let it go and move on to the next. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing is just journaling a lot, like counting, you know, sure. do, you know, listing my gratitudes and just, you know, recording my thoughts on paper um, say this effing sucks. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta write well, that are, journal letter. <laughs> like, what are the, what's your ideal kind of role situation? Like, if there is something coming out, like, what are you after? Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. I never, I never had someone ask me that question. Um, because for me, I'm just grateful for whatever opportunity that comes my way. As long as it, if the content is good and shit, like I'm not going to do Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Virgo, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm like, wait. But yeah, no, it's, um, for me though, like I, I always go back to the show because truly is one of the best shows that's been out in a long time, but I may destroy you like verify for me like that is the type of shit I want to do like that's the type of content I want to like be part of um even if that's in the writer's room or even if that's me just being in front of the camera because the realness of it and the like how authentic it was like it's something that we I'm not saying it's nothing like that well, no, I'll be honest with you, in a while, it hasn't been anything like that in a while for a television show. Um, so for me, like, 
my dream role would be something where it's like first off talking about a topic that's uncomfortable like that mm-hmm. you know and that could be many things um also for me being part of a role where we are amplifying the voiceless meaning people who don't have a chance to have a voice um so to me those are my dream roles and I you know I thrive to get like you know I dream of getting like you know opportunities to audition for stuff like that um so yeah I made sure you like honestly like damn I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> if only I had a chance to audition for something like that or to be part of something like that um and it's yeah. so weird because it's not even getting the dues that it deserves um around the war season like obviously Golden Globes like missed the mark on that and so oh, yeah. yeah so that's uh, my dream is to be part of like content like that um and like I said like you know if I'm always grateful if like if it's not something like that if it's something in comedy like I love like I love comedy I like you know she's um, funny oh <laughs> Oh, well, like in a <laughs> kind of way that's like unexpected if you don't know you. <laughs> no, I, don't know. I feel like it's like for me, like, you know, I'm not like I'm so like my thoughts, like if you are in my brain, like for a day, you'd be like, girl, like yeah. you are a mess. So like I love that comedy <laughs> saves me at times. And it like reminds yeah. me that my there is humor in my tragedies as well. Um, and so, yeah, like those are my green roles. Those are, those what are, what is um I'm I may destroy you for those who don't know. Oh, okay. I hope I don't. <laughs> Not right. me. <laughs> oh my God, I'm racking my pop culture brain, and I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> um, the creator um is Michaela Cole. If uh, for those who are listening, she's uh, from Chewing Gum. That was one of her um other original works that I think Beautiful. you can find. Yes. Yes. Oh yes, and I think you know, she is British um as well. But um she's um. Yeah, Chewing Gum is on Netflix. So if if you want to see how she works too, you could also watch watch that. But the show is about just pretty much the the um, topic of just like sexual assault, sexual violence, but in a way where we explore about the concept of consent. And I think that's mm-hmm. where it's me was like I not eye opening, but it's like it made me see how complex a lot of things can be, but how effed up a lot of things are when we when the topic of sexual violence comes up, you know, or the topic of sexual assault or just how people view that or how people like, you know, take advantage of you in such a way where they think like, well, I didn't like, that's not right. But it's like, no, bro, like that is definitely that. And so this show like explode, I mean, um, explores like all aspects of that. And so I really highly recommend it. Um, and again, like what I love about Michaela Cole is she does use comedy, like dark humor into her writing, um, which makes it really dope too. Um, so yeah, like I I hope I explained it well because if I didn't, oh well. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um no. So I highly, highly, highly recommend watching that show, but I also highly recommend watching um other work which is chewing gum as well. So you can kind of get an idea oh. of what her style is as an actor and as a writer cool yeah. Well, yeah take us through uh crowded yeah let's get into oh yeah so my journey with crowded um started like back in 2018 Brittany was actually one of the first people to see like just see it live actually yeah so because originally 
I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. Like I was um, in Second City's conservatory at the time and I was also taking writing courses there. So I kind of wrote it as like a sketch at first, um, but I wanted to get like an idea of like what people would think of it. Um, so just to give a little bit of background of Crowded is pretty much just like you, you guys said perfectly um, earlier, it's pretty much just um, black women like you know, navigating their experience with mental health in quirky ways and just, you know, in different ways. Um, so yeah, now it's not a web series. So I meant to, probably should have mentioned that, but yeah, it's made <laughs> into a TV pilot. Um, pilot. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's so funny because originally it was going to be a web series uh, before the pandemic hit because we were planning on shooting the pilot uh, for um, April, what? Yeah, April 2020. And then just everything, you know, that's when everything went downhill. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you know, like, I don't feel comfortable shooting anytime soon, clearly, because everything's closed. Um, and then on top of that, it was just, you know, I, I don't think I was really confident in what I was doing, too, at the time. I'm be quite frank. Like, I feel like I still wanted to explore more of myself as a writer. Um, I still feel like there was, a, obviously, when you are um, a screenwriter or any type of writer, you know, you're always going to have so many drafts, right? So I feel like it wasn't there at the time. So, I mean, kind of was a blessing that we didn't shoot it because I was just like, okay, let me take the time to really like discover what I want to do with this. Um, and so, yeah, um, a mentor of mine, uh, Madeline, um, I took her course and she's she helped me a lot through um, this process. But she was like, yeah, just make this into a pilot. She's like, this really could be dope. And so, yeah, I kind of just like rewrote it like several times and it got to a place where I'm just like, okay, it's where it's almost there, but it's better than where it was before. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, now I have it as a TV pilot and um, yeah, it's pretty much an anthology series. So it's kind of like a, you know, for people who don't know what anthology series is, it's like a Black Mirror um, style, um, uh, Twilight Zone style, um, easy, um, um, that's on Netflix if you guys want to take a look at that. So yeah, so it's each episode is different with a different um, protagonist and just different like, you know, point of view of someone going through um, their, you know, a Black woman going through their mental health struggles. And one of the reasons why I wrote this is for, you know, a personal diary for myself, but also because of talking to so many Black women who struggle with mental health but again uh society looks at us as we're superhuman like we don't you know we are not able to be vulnerable or like you know oh you know the strong black woman myth like it's a myth like it's not real like it's trash like sensitive as fuck <laughs> yeah, right like we got feelings like we want to break down and cry like we and it's and the sad part is sometimes we don't even have that luxury you know we can't be in a workplace place and uh, break down like you know our white counterparts we can't you know because like right to be the pillar yeah exactly and so that's why I wrote crowded because I wanted to just show different point of views of it because also as you know just as black people and, and black women in general just black or black people like we're not linear like we're right. we have there's so many the black experience is is so different in so many angles so like everybody's experience with mental health is so different especially in the black community and so and that's I, a message yeah. to Black people too, right? Like Black people <laughs> believing that Black experience is a monolith and it's like that has been ingrained in us by one system or another to divide and conquer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we got these kind of Black people over here and like, 
I don't know. I feel like it's when I think back to watching your piece. Um, yeah, I just felt this sense of weird, quirky black girl community that you don't see too much. Like there's just the one that exists right now, right? It's just insecure, but it's like, no, no, no. There's so many different flavors of quirk and shy and not confident all the time. And like, right. Black girl magic light, black girl magic pending, like right, and, and that, I mean that's that's what I wanted to highlight because I, I feel like for me that's I you know you hit it, you say it best because I feel like for me like I I'm gonna be honest I'm not the most confident person you know and I'm not gonna pretend to be like yeah I have moments when I'm confident like you know but right. there's moments where I don't feel the most confident. There and no one else can tell you that too because you can have a hundred people be like yes but it's just like if I don't see it for me it's just how I'm gonna feel until I see it for me. Right and and oh girl and that's I keep telling myself that every day I'm like Corey you have to believe in yourself because no one's gonna believe in you, you know it doesn't matter like that's why it's like my husband can tell me you know, every day, like, oh, you know, you're awesome, you're beautiful, whatever, but if I don't believe that in myself, it doesn't matter, you know, so it's like, that's, that's a journey that I've been on, it's like, of just realizing that I truly gotta have my own back, meaning, like, I gotta pick myself up every day to remind myself that, like, I am unique in my own way, I'm magical in my own way, um, and I just should embrace that, you know, I'm not, you know, we're all not meant to be the same, um, even though like, you know, places like Instagram or whatever kind of make it seem like, you know, we all got to be a certain aesthetic, but it's like, no, yeah. we're all different and that's okay. And we all got quirky ways of handling shit and we all are messy and we're not, and we're very imperfect beings. Like that is okay. Like it is nothing, and we make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes, you know, is what you do with that mistake afterwards. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to highlight with Crowded. Like I wanted to show, uh, I want to show that aspect of what, you know, of being a black woman. Um, the, you know, but also showcasing like different generations of black women of how they look at mental health right you know because you know I'm pretty sure for all three of us of like our um, our parents or whatever you know they probably look at mental health a little bit differently than how you know we do and so I kind of like explore that in one of the episodes of you know a mother and a daughter kind of discussing mental health and you know, and just seeing that difference, like of how it's approached, you know, because yeah, in the black community, it's like the concept of therapy is like, <laughs> you know, like why you well, go we to have church, yeah. right? Go to church, <laughs> or, you know, or like, you know, why don't you, um, um, like, or what's one, or you know, dr- just drink some tea, or like, you'd be okay, like, <laughs> which is okay, yeah, yeah. tea helps, but that ain't gonna help with the long, you know, term effects of, you know, your mental health, so, yeah, yeah like, I wanted to explore all that. He doesn't that. know how to unpack trauma and get right. tools. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, bury it, like, you know, I see it with my parents all the time, like, they, you know, they have learned to bury it, but the thing is, you know, it's like sweeping shit under the rug for so long, then like that, you know, all that shit like piles up under that rug, right? And mm-hmm. so you're full, so then you're mm-hmm. protected, right? So yeah, I explore, explore that with Crowded, and I'm, I'm proud of where it is, and I've been, you know, getting like good feedback on it, and like I said, like, if I get this fellowship, it'll be great, because like, I still want to continue to learn. I'm always a student, so like, for me, like, I 
I'm the last person that be out here like I know shit, okay? Like, you know, I know shit, but I don't know everything. So, um, yeah, that's all, all I try to do is strive to be a better writer every day and be a better, like, storyteller. So, yeah, Crowded is my baby, and I'm, like, I'm really, really happy with where it is right now, for sure. So, so what brought you to like we're talking about, you know, your pa- our parents' generation and their relationship with mental health or and mindfulness. So what brought you to this point or, you know, what, what connect you, connected you to want to go on that a journey with mindfulness and then even bringing that into your writing and Ooh. your artistic process? Yes, question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <You're welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what it's interesting because I feel like the key thing with mindfulness like I feel like I, I my journey with mindfulness started like honestly through an ex um and you know trash but but no um he um, introduced me to uh, Vipassana meditation, uh, which is a very like intense meditation. Like I did a Vipassana retreat where you pretty much are silent, you're silent for 10 days, like 10 days straight, no phone, you don't read, you don't write, you literally just meditate. You know, I was like, oh, that's fine. I don't need to be on my TV, on, on my phone or whatever. But then you're like, you can't read, you can't write. And I'm like, uh oh. You can't oh, do anything. Yes. So it's you're strictly just strict. meditation. Yes. Um, and the schedule itself, and you know, it's, it was um, the food we were served to was very vegan. Like, I mean, not very vegan, but it was vegan. Uh, very vegan. <laughs> I understand that though, very vegan. Like, hella vegan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's where my mindfulness journey started. It started, um, and, it, and honestly, what's so funny is he pushed me to go to that um, retreat. But then, like, I realized at that retreat, I was like, I gotta get rid of him. Right, right. And so yeah, so that's where my mindfulness journey started. Um, and then and I mean I'm still on it. Like I'm not perfect at practicing mindfulness and no one's perfect. I don't, you know, yeah. I feel like you should not approach mindfulness as like I'm so perfect at practice, practicing it. Practicing no. It. No. Like if you're, you're if that's your point. mindset, that's <laughs> ego. So like no, yeah. like don't, yeah. So no, but I started there. And so what made me like, I guess like what made me put that into like my writing, it was just like, it was just part of my truth. Um, because even when I was at Second City, I did a sketch called The D and it was about um, um, a person who was dealing with um, lack of, libido, has low libido because of her depression. Um, and so it was just part of my truth. And so that's why I put that in my writing, um, because I feel like, you know, it's, uh, it's, I think mindfulness, everybody should practice mindfulness in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's just things that I feel like people don't, I wouldn't say people don't want to address it or face it, but I think we do have a hard time as human beings to face like the nasty parts of ourselves. And I feel like mm-hmm. mindfulness does for, um, like pushes us to do so but obviously in a loving way in a non-judgmental way um but 
yeah, I wanted to put that in my writing because it's just part of my truth. And like, I enjoy like putting that into pieces, you know? Um, so yeah, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, that does. I mean, as an artist or, or dance maker myself, like I want to bring in my truths to the work that I'm creating, but I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to always be mindful of my audience and hope that at least from my truths that I can like, deconstruct the meanness in it in a way so that I can um make it more presentable and relatable to my yeah. audience you know yeah it's like at least I found like going to shows like doing shows it's always that I think about music it's always that super specific song where they're mm -hmm. talking about their exact situation and they're not trying to make it broad for everybody but it's just them telling their story that's the most relatable stuff yeah even if it's not exactly what your story is like that's when you you feel the authenticity of another yeah. artist and you're like okay like I can I can mess with this I I relate yeah but you'd be surprised yeah. that your audience like even if you may not think, oh, is my, like, if you ask yourself, is my audience going to relate to this? You'd be surprised that so many people do relate to right. it. Right. You know, right. Like, they're not as vocal towards that experience. Like, and yeah. that's the thing, like, again, like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, wearing a mask, you know, obviously. So, but like, when you reveal those aspects, like, you'd be very surprised that people be like, damn, like, I feel that, like, you know, but they're too scared to, you know, you know, they keep it to themselves. So like having someone like you that, you know, be able to put those truths out there in your work, like, I think, you know, I think to me, how I look at it is it will build up courage and bravery in your audience. They'll, you know, feel inspired to not be afraid to express, you know, certain like, you know. Be vulnerable. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, sure. So we're all dancers here. Are we? Um, we are. <laughs> and I wanted to like bring it back to when you were speaking about confidence and like how it's just for every human, it's an ebb and flow. And I wanted to ask uh, Corey when you feel the most confident because I'll let you know that because we met each other through dance. Yes. And that's, I feel like when I saw you like when I saw you dance, whether it would just be like in a company class or something, and we're just doing groups after, and I'm like, oh, this, she knows who the fuck she is. Like, that's what I got <laughs> when I saw you dancing, especially if it was like to Aaliyah or something. You're like, here comes this body, bro, you know? So <laughs> but besides dance and all that, or even including, like, what is it that makes you feel like, I know myself, I'm the shit. Oh my gosh. You know what? That's such a good question because I feel like, man, like for me, like I feel like I'm the most confident when I'm just letting go, when I know I have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want to do with my body. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, if it's like choreography, I got to follow, make sure I get steps right, whatever. But, <laughs> Pressure. But, right, right. Um, but like, I feel like I am the most confident, like as if we're talking about just as with dance, I feel like I'm the most confident when I literally shut out everything around me and like I bit like it's like with like you know how you know you do groups and mm -hmm. like I get like you know I one of the things I used to do was like I'd be like oh shit I don't want to go in the front but then like <laughs> but then like <laughs> over time right but over time I just kind of like just like fuck it like you know yeah okay if I miss something that's okay just do it better the next time but I just 
just letting go, truly letting go. Like, and I know it's so easier said than done, but when you like let go and allow your body, because think about it, when they, when you have that teacher that is teaching you like the choreography or just teaching you like what you, you know, before you got to go into groups or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, your, your, your body, that muscle memory is so real. So you don't even have to be your head because that body, your body is going to know what to do. And like, I had to like allow my body to do the work. Like I was so Mm -hmm. stuck in my head of like trying to tell my body through my, like, you know, it's all connected, but it's like, I had to allow my body to like do the work and like, yo, like my body's like, I I got you girl. Like, you know, that five, six, seven, I got you. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. you know, the song about 50 times already like I know when you come in yeah right yeah. and so I feel like I feel the most confident when I'm just letting go and that all my worries all my fears it's like pushed to the side because what is the worst that can happen you know and that's the thing it's like um I forgot who said this but it's true it's like what is the worst that can happen to me like shit I, at this moment it, especially this is my advice to all dancers who just afraid of what people are going to say or whatever it's like when you are doing your groups or when you're in first off you're in class so take right. that you know that's the one thing I tell folks all the time you are in class it is not a performance you are in class and even if it is a performance understand that you got to trust yourself so as long as you trust yourself and allow your body to lead lead the way you are going to be good and you're going to feel the most confident in yourself so I think like just trusting myself was like what built up my confidence in those moments um as a dancer I was just like trust myself like what okay if I miss stuff I keep going like at the end of the day, what, again, like what people, what people, it, and that's the thing, I think we're so afraid of people judging us, but it's like nobody perfect in these streets, like, right. yeah. <laughs> like and everybody's worried yeah. about themselves anyway, they probably weren't even like zoned in too much into yeah. you. And so I think I feel the most confident, like those, you know, those days when, you know, we used to dance together and stuff. I feel like that's how I truly built up my confidence is just trusting myself and just letting go and feel the music because we're dancing to dope, you know, some, some, you know, Mm-hmm. that was choreographed to certain songs i'm like oh my god you look back on it you're like what we did that oh, <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> i love going back on like youtube clips of like a freaking world of dance and i'm like oh oh, oh my god i mean that's the thing youtube i'm like oh my god she got some stuff on here <laughs> <laughs> where are you um, yeah. taking class Today. um we oh. visceral that was that visceral yeah, yeah, we were thinking it's still open, right? I'm so, but I'm not, again, I haven't been in the dance world in a while. I mean, I still, you know, I still pay attention. We're still, still open, okay. They're, yeah, yeah, they're open. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah, we danced together through uh, design and yeah, we took class together and um, um, yeah, it was, I mean, again like you you look at back at things you're like oh my gosh there are things that you know you wish didn't happen or you know there's things that pisses you off about that time but then the beauty of right. it we were doing something that we love to do and like you know you guys are still doing something you love to do that's the beauty of it but it's on your own terms you know and I think that's yeah. the beauty of like us you know, Brittany and I going through this journey uh, with like the dance community is that things are are things are on our own terms not saying that we didn't we 
it wouldn't have been on our own terms um, at that time. But I feel like, you know, the older you get, the more you realize how much power you have as an artist yeah. and how much of a choice that you have to say, like, I don't feel like, I don't want, this is not what I want to do. Or um, the choice that you have of like, what what direction you want to take as a dancer. Um, so, yeah, so I think, I mean, it was beautiful times, you know, but you know, there were ugly times and that's okay. You know, that's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, me and uh, Corey off air have conversations about this, but like just in general, because you know, the dance community still continues, we're part of the Chicago dance community, but like it's like that everywhere. But what as like uh, one of the one of the dance moms, I guess, or one of the veterans, I guess, of the of the community, what do you have as far as, I don't know about advice, but like what's one thing that you know like want to address want to say to either dancers or leaders even in the dance community what do you think will will help them out a little bit you know some people may not even give a fuck of what i have to say yes yeah but i my my thing is just you know your journey is your journey um, I think that's the key thing that I think every dancer, no matter what, where, where your dance community is, is understanding what you want your journey to be. Um, and another thing, uh, another thing is like just waking up every day, like asking yourself, am I okay with the person that I am today? Um, so, cause that's all part of that journey of being a creator is like understanding who you are as a person as well. But I think, yeah, that's my like, I guess advice is just really just like knowing what you want to do and that it's okay to say no. It's okay to like not like do things you don't want to do. Um, you're not, oh, and like get get rid of the whole like the fear of missing out because like if you look at certain dancers that um, are in the community and they're thriving, they ended up, you know, spreading their wings, you know, they utilize the community for what they needed to do. And then they created a journey for themselves where, you know, they even moved to LA or moved to New York and built their own career. So I think it's okay to venture off. I think that's another thing I would say, because I think, you know, again, when we were coming up, you know, the, I get the whole idea of community, but like, it's okay to spread your wings. And if you yeah. want, okay it's more of a, who do you belong to rather mm -hmm. than like, right, yeah. right. And it's okay to just outgrow something. Like, it's okay to say like, this is not, for me anymore and that does not mean that you stop being a dancer it's just exactly. this community outgrows me and that's okay that is totally yeah. fine and it's okay to have different interests and I think that's another thing I will say um to dancers it's okay to like different things so like you know if you want to you know dance is okay you want to be um, an actor, that's fine too. You want to be a writer, that's okay too. You want to get your yoga certificate, that's okay too. Um, or you just want to do yoga, that's okay. Hell, you want to um, be part of a non-for-profit organization to help people, that's okay too. It's okay to have different interests. So I will say like there are, you know, people, you know, I know us, you know, and the people we came up with, there are people who had different interests and they were happy. So like, mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. Like it's okay mm -hmm. to try new things and like, you know, just decide what path you want to be on because what works for someone else may not work for you. And that is okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, again, like, I think the, you know, we all have toxic traits, right? But like, I feel like 
what can get toxic is when you like when people push people like try to tell people like oh you need to be doing this and it's like don't have to quote mentor energy right 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 it's like no they don't have to you know like ultimately that person has the power to decide what they want to do with whatever career or whatever um passion that they want to pursue like it's up to them um so yeah I mean you know for me that was my journey it's like you know I the dance community was a big part of my life well I would say and here's the thing the dance community in Chicago is like there's multiple dance communities i want to make that clear too because i feel like yes (laughs) yes so like because some people may you know look at like the dance community we're talking about and they'd be like well i have a whole another dance community in another part of chicago so like we got to make that clear too because i when i hear that for chicago especially i'm just like it's so many different dance communities in chicago Mm -hmm. so we have to but i mean if the community we're talking about though like the community we came up with like yeah I mean I it was a good experience for me and I met great people you know I don't talk to a lot of folks from that community but the people I do talk to it's cool and like I I, I grew it and that's okay you know it was a part of my life for a reason and I moved on so I hope that wasn't a rant but yeah because like I said no. So I'm saying, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it's like, no, I, you know, it's, you know, my experience. But it's also relatable to just, you know, on a human level of just a human trying to navigate this thing called life. Like nothing is forever set in stone. Right. You can continue to make choices and you can, you can have these new experiences and you can, uh, recondition yourself and as and keep seeking that growth that you want to see in yourself you are not limited and yes. yeah you yes. still you still shake it in the living room though at least right you said what still, i said you still shake it in the living room still though right or still oh, yeah. dancing all over the house yes like the thing is like it's always a part of me like especially before i have an audition i Hell, I'll throw on some Jasmine Sullivan because that is my the hotels in my album right now. So like, I'll, <laughs> and I pray. Uh, I mean, I play um, "Other Side." That's my favorite song from her right now. And like, I just groove to it. And like, I just you know before I have audition or even when I wake up, like I'm just like I'm gonna groove to like mm-hmm. album right now. So and like. Like, like I said, my husband, sometimes I do it when he's in, he's here or he's not. And he knows. Yeah, a whole like, DJ. You are. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I just go, or sometimes when he, you know, he's um either streaming or if he's like, you know, practicing, like I just grew mm-hmm. like while I'm cooking dinner. And yeah. so it's always a part of me, you know, like it's just, it's never going to go away. I just, you know, decided to just go, you know, because here's the thing. Here's Let's thing. say if I have you know, I auditioned for a role where they require me to dance. I have it in my back pocket. So it's there, yeah. you know, it's not going to go to waste at all. Um, and I, again, that's the beauty of like being like, you know, trying different things, you know, right, because right. it's like, you never know when whatever skill you need to like showcase, like you never know. Cause like people, people may be like, oh, well, do you know how to do, you know, like, I don't know, do you know how to juggle or whatever? And you like, you've been juggling since you were five. You you, you don't know that. You don't know, like, if somebody's going to ask you what 
skill you're able to do. That's why I all different kinds of stories. Right. So yeah, just you know, again, do you um and just, you know, don't limit like you said, um, don't limit yourself. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have we're about at the time where we're getting to the mindful groove of things. So we okay. do this, you know, with a guest or without, but it's just something in your little mindfulness pocket that you want to share with the mindful grooving community. Um, yes. Facilitate it. You could just chat it through, whatever you're, whatever you're into. Well, I'll, I'll chat it through um, because um, I have been doing a lot of like journal prompt, like workshops for different um, organizations. I just did one under radical uh, women called Healing in Action. Uh, Movement in Medicine was also part of that as well. And uh, one thing that I had people do was to thank themselves. Cause I think that's one thing that we forget to do. Uh, we do not like thank ourselves for the, the gifts that we bring, that we have brought to the day. Um, and so I encourage all, you know, mindful groovers or just anybody to like, what do you want to thank yourself for? Like every day, like at the end of your day, what do you want to thank yourself for? So like for me, like today, I'll say, I want to thank myself for, you know, talking to, talking to y'all today, you know, because like, I tend to be a little bit like, you know, like, I, you know, I talk to people like, you know, once I, I'm, a, you know, I'm like in, in between an extrovert and introvert. Like at times, like, it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the most talkable person. And then it's moments where I'm like, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, because a lot of it is not because I don't want to, it's a lot of it is anxiety. Uh, really a lot of it is anxiety and, you know, the fear of like, you know, you know, being silly or whatever, but I thank myself for doing this today because first I'm talking to beautiful souls who's doing a beautiful thing. And second of all, I thank myself for being here because hopefully, you know, someone can take what I say today and, you know, feel inspired to, you know, to push themselves to do whatever they want to do. I don't know. So, yeah, so that is um, something I think that is something I want people to do moving forward at the end of your day. You can write it down in a journal or you can like go in front of a mirror. I like to go in front of my mirror that's like right here. Um, and I have my positive affirmations listed on it. But I look in the mirror and I'm like, Corey, I want to, th- you know, thank you for, you know, being resilient. Thank you for taking, you know, trying to take more risk. And thank you for continuing to love people, flaws and all. Um, and so I think that's what we need to do because again, it it'll, it it will build that 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 self love. And one of the things I want I'm continuing to practice is like that radical self acceptance too. So I think part yeah. of like thanking yourself is like you're accepting you, you're embracing yeah. you, you're loving you, um, because you can't you can't love or embrace or accept anyone else if you don't do that for yourself. So that is you know that is something i i encourage you know listeners to do every day is just to thank yourself you know give gratitude to yourself you know because you're you're probably i mean you're awesome am i supposed to be pressing on here no, I, I mean it's fine you podcasts are for your 
Yeah, we're doing okay. just out here. We're the producers. Yeah, I'll drop right. a couple of fun I, I, I just realized that the whole entire time I'm like, I am saying the F word because I love it. I love saying the F word. That's like my it favorite. feels really it's gratifying. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It feels good when you say F word. So that's why I was like, ooh, my bad if I'm cussing. But yeah, um, yeah, so that's what I encourage people, um, listeners to do is you know, thank yourselves and sing gratitude to yourself. So you deserve it. You deserve. You have the right to be here. So yeah, I like that practice too of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying these, you yeah. know, these thank yous, these bits of gratitude to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guilty of avoiding my reflection sometimes when I'm going in the mirror. Look at this mirror. You know, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling my feels and feeling really you know, anxious as well. Like I won't look in the mirror at myself because I just want to like, I don't know, avoid myself because I'm already stuck inside, you know, <laughs> but I love that idea of, of looking at yourself in the mirror and practicing looking at yourself in the mirror and saying these loving things to yourself because yeah, duh. It, write it down, it's so powerful when you do it. Yes. yes it's so powerful when you do it it really is and I get emotional when I do it sometimes because like especially when I'm having like when I just feel not so good about myself but when I like you know tell myself how much I you know that you know Corey I love you you know Corey you you are loved like you know what else do I have on here um what uh what else I have oh yeah love yourself unconditionally um and, and another thing I would suggest too like when you look in the mirror like list your positive traits list mm-hmm. you know the positive things about yourself um because in and sometimes you think like oh like it's probably only like five positive traits but there is so like you'll be surprised of how awesome you are like when you start really like diving in into like things that you're proud of about yourself um so yeah I encourage you to do that too like I know it's hard, but like, and then you know you don't have to do it for like five minutes. Like it's not gonna take that long. Because after a while, it doesn't get awkward. Traits like I, I'm funny, or traits like I like my eyebrows today. All that, all, all that, love. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm funny. I love my eyebrows. You know, I love <laughs> that I'm doing a podcast. I love like it could be so many. Like it's whatever that makes you feel good because the whole purpose is for you to feel good about yourself. Yes. So yeah, like it that that works too. Like yeah, you love your eyebrows. I love my hair. Like I I love you know it could be anything. Cool. Well. Corey, it's been so great to speak with you and chat today. Um, if you want to learn more about Crowded or find Corey out in the world, aka the internet, she is at Corey Woods <laughs> Artist and Instagram. <laughs> um, and yeah, you, you're pretty, you're pretty good about letting the people know what's going on through. Yes, yeah. you know it's it's interesting because I, you know, like we all have a love and hate relationship with social yeah. media but that's what oh, yeah. i utilize to connect with with people yeah. it works yeah. you know like it's so interesting me. it really mm-hmm. does work um so yeah you can you can hit me y'all uh, watch you know what i'm doing on there and you know i and yeah that's you know if you need to see if i got anything going on just you know hop on there um yeah yeah 
Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll talk next time. Mindful Grooving is an Agoon Artist Collective production hosted by Sarah Maslenka and Brittany Harlan. Theme song produced by Kenneth Leftridge. Show engineered by Josh Luis. If you want to hang out with us after the show, follow us on Instagram at Mindful Grooving or head over to mindfulgrooving.com. See all the platforms we offer the pod on and check out more Agoon Artist Productions. See you soon.